you have cheated on me and I have forgiven you. That's crazy. It's the furthest from the truth. I would hope. You know that's Is there something I'm missing? Is there something they know? Is there something I'm missing? No. Is it the opposite? Sure, yeah. I've cheated on you with every grocery bagger I've ever met. (laughs) That's that's terrible. R-O-T-N. Let me present to you the Rotten Podcast. Rotten Podcast. How do you want me to say it? Rotten. Good morning. We are back. The Rotten Podcast, baby. What is this, 29? I think so. Yeah. I feel like you should know since you're when you edit, you put the numbers down yourself. Yeah, this is 29, I know for All sure. All right. Well, <laughs> it's episode 29. We're doing a special episode where we react to assumptions people make about us yes um i asked on instagram for you guys to send in your assumptions about matt or me or a relationship i feel like when i'm reading the comments people assume things about you or i that i just don't think are right also so i just wanted to maybe talk about them because why not sounds super fun yeah well there's no way for people to really know who we are so it's it's normal for people to assume and stuff yeah all right well we should probably get started because i have to go to horseback riding in 35 minutes so let's start off with so we got some on the rotten podcast and one of them i would like to share which is tiffany wears the pants how would you how, how would, would you, you react to that? I want to hear your answer. <laughs> um, I feel like we fight for the pants a lot, mm-hmm. quite a bit. And it's probably something both of us just aren't willing to give one another. But I grew up in a family where the women are very headstrong, very stubborn, very much runs the entire family. And I've always wanted a boyfriend or a husband that just fights me for it. And I actually don't respect people that don't. I've yeah, dated we, we submissive back. guys <laughs> and I just, I don't enjoy, I want to be submissive, but I need someone to prove that. You need I someone to, to force you into submission, but you're not willing to give it up easy. Yeah. And I wouldn't say you force me into it. You are just also very like against my, it's headstrong. like against your will. What are your opinions about that? Yeah, I would say that's probably accurate. I think you like to wear the pants for certain things and I like to wear the pants for other things. Yeah, like, there's. Definitely things I don't care to wear the pants for. Like, I I feel like when it comes to our food, I'm a lot more giving. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you, we can eat whatever you want to eat. But then there are things where I'm trying to think when I'm very dominant. That's tough. I feel like it's very situational. Yeah. I don't think that there's anything that, I don't know. When do I wear the pants? I'm wearing pants right now. I'm wearing <laughs> pants right now. We're both wearing white pants right now. I know. I saw you wearing white and yellow, so I had to. You're not wearing yellow. I'm already yellow. <laughs> <laughs> true now we're officially matching (laughs) i'm trying to think when you're like very adamant about making the decisions i would say like mostly it comes like it probably has to do with stuff with the house because it's your house it's your you bought it so it's only fair and i definitely don't try to fight you there are times where i'm like i've fought you on certain things but i give up pretty easily because it's your fucking house. I mean, it's our house at this point because if we're going to get married. No, but I know. Yeah, I know. I know for sure. I mean, like when it comes to core, I'm sorry. It's I want it my way. Yeah. And it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And, but you've always given me the option to be like, OK, well, if you want something different, then do go it. Buy it. Yeah, go, go buy it. Go do it. So, yeah. OK. Um, another assumption about us. You fight a lot. Like we fight a lot, which I will say. Do we? Do you think we do? Not I, anymore. I, I would say that we probably fight 
more than most people. Yeah. But we were very Again, passionate. Again, for the pants. Yes, but we're also very passionate people. Mm-hmm. So I would say that we fight, but we also like love each other more than most couples like our level of love and connection is stronger we have such like a very strong bond between yeah. us there's so much passion there and so i think that the thing a that's lot good of about our fights stem from us feeling not connected to one another yeah and lately we felt very connected to one another yeah. like matt and i are it feels like we're in our honeymoon phase again it uh, feels better than our honeymoon phase yeah i would say that i feel like matt and i's relationship is stronger than it's ever been and it took a lot of couples therapy and it took a lot of us just submitting to one another like i feel like i've been able to like let go and not have to wear the pants as often mm-hmm. um and just like relax i feel like i'm just happier in general mm-hmm. because of the things i put in place at the beginning of this year where I'm seeing like the fruits of my labor. Yeah. So I'm happier yeah. and I've also seen you happier with yeah. your job and like your music and everything else you've been working on that now when we hang out, mm-hmm. we're very present. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it has to do with for sure us both being happy separately, mm-hmm. independently, but also us growing and growing within our relationship. Cause there are so many different stages and yeah. I feel like we've, tackled so many different stages together where most people would break up there and i would say that yeah like i've never been happier as a person like i feel so good about my health i've been working so hard on that i've been working so hard on music and i'm now starting to see the fruits of the labor that i've been super intentional about at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. i'm like when i started this year i was like in six months if I just keep going at this rate, I know maybe I'm not happy right now, but I know in yeah. six months I'll be happy and have momentum. So I feel like we're both in a good place where we're independently what? happy. And I think mm-hmm. that that is such an important underrated part of being in a healthy relationship is independently being happy. And even when we were going through a lot of stuff over the past year and we were like fighting and we were launching this podcast and like doing the NFT project. Yes. Neither of us were happy independently in our own careers and where things were going so that it's like if you have no water to fill into the cup if there's a cup for us and we have our own cups Mm -hmm. where we need to put water in well if we're not overfilling and we're under our normal we're gonna have nothing to give so yeah i agree and then for my on my side i have a new hobby i took up horseback riding i'm starting Mm -hmm. to finally get really good at it you've been looking so good in those videos when you come home and show me Because I just remember the first time and I had no way of gauging like, okay, yeah, you're riding a horse. And then as you've been getting better and coming home and showing me, I'm like, holy crap. I remember the last video you were kind of, you were getting a little cocky showing off. I was going as fast as I could. Yeah. Yeah. And you looked good. Like when I saw you you just moving, it was like, it felt so natural. And then we compared the videos of when you first started (laughs) to that one. They were so bad. I'll post post some screenshots of what I used to look like. But the craziest thing is I thought going into it, horseback riding was going to be so easy. I was going to just do it for one month and then somehow jump on a horse, like three feet off a horse, realize, fuck that. My trainer's not going to let me do that. She takes it very seriously. And I had to work really hard on it. And I remember some days I would come home bloody down there. And I remember one week I had a scab down there and I went horseback riding while the scab was there and it ripped open. And I remember being like, this is so painful. I think I'm going to quit. 
and then I just got better and no more scabs, no there more shaving. Go. Yeah. So. And one last quick point on the fighting. Yes. Because I think that we do probably fight more than most people, but I do think we've learned how to have healthy fights, healthy fights, which is so important. I think we fight a lot because we also are more honest and open than most people are. Like you say things to me that maybe other couples in women in relationships wouldn't feel comfortable sharing their feelings or not putting up with stuff. And since both of us are not willing to tolerate yeah. certain things, we're very vocal about it, which leads to arguments, but it also leads to us breaking through and clearing our minds rather than going years with keeping stuff in. I feel like a lot of people are scared to fight because they think the other person will leave if they start mm -hmm. fighting. And I feel like for us, we know we're very committed to one another that no matter what kind of fight we have, even if it's a massive blow up or if it's a very uncomfortable subject like finances or infidelity or whatever it is, we know we're going to still stick around even if there is a huge blow up, which mm -hmm. I think makes us more comfortable being yeah. honest. Yeah. It kind of gives us that room to, which that's why some of the fights are more maybe bigger than normal because we know that we're committed. So we're, we're not like tiptoeing around our feelings. I'm not afraid. To, like, I feel like you're not afraid to challenge me and I'm not afraid to challenge you. Yeah. And it even comes to our opinions about things. And mm -hmm. I think that's why I respect you so much is mm -hmm. that I can be Thank like, you. I don't agree with your, with your feelings about gender neutral bathrooms or, um, I don't what? know. I have never. I know we've never talked anything. about this. I'm like bringing up random <laughs> things people talk about in social media, like abortion or mm -hmm. um, Republicans or whatever. Like yeah. I know I can be like, is that really what you think? Which I'm not a Republican. I believe in abortion very strongly. <laughs> it's the reason I'm not a Republican, and I'm totally chill with gender neutral bathrooms. So yeah, well, I'm, I just need to clarify because those are all things that sorry. seem a little negative towards me. They're not. not they're ne not. We've negative, never had conversations yeah, yeah, about yeah. any of these. Yeah. Okay, but if you're not fighting in a relationship, you're keeping something you're, in, you're, or you're just very. You don't care that much. Yeah, you're just it's shoving something the, down. You're yeah. sh you are you want to say something about mm -hmm. something? You're just too scared to say it. You're pregnant. Someone is assuming that I'm pregnant, guys. Do I look pregnant? I'm getting self-conscious. Don't answer that. Obviously, question. you're not pregnant. You don't look pregnant. I will say, I did gain a few pounds, though. No, you didn't. I have, and I'm fine. By the way, I'm fine with gaining a few pounds. I think I look great with a few pounds added on because I get boobs and a butt. Finally, um, I don't love the way my face looks, but I'm happy with the way the way Your my face body looks. looks great. Like. What are you talking well, about? Well, someone just said they think I'm pregnant, which means they think I have a belly. That's not true. Because you don't really start, even if someone did think that you were pregnant, you don't start showing until when? Like month three? They can I mean, assume I guess they my month assumed, three. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I don't think it's, they're saying that based off of your physical appearance because you're very skinny, very healthy. Thank you. I assume Matt doesn't like how messy you are, Tiffany. Yes. Yes. That is a very accurate assumption. But as I've learned, I've learned to accept your messiness there's radical times where really acceptance yes radical acceptance for sure there's certain things that it definitely bothers me for and i'll be vocal about mm -hmm. i mean speaking of fights we've definitely gotten a lot of fights about that subject a lot of people are assuming this you guys are trying for a baby we're not not trying for a baby <laughs> Well, you still have birth control. Exactly. So it's like, so it's, like it's not like <laughs> if so if the birth control magically stopped working, Matt and I would, of course, 
want to have the baby and keep it and not do anything bad to it because where are you at with baby making if it wasn't so much work to get the next one on taken out and it wasn't so painful and if it wasn't so annoying if it was a year from now i think we'd be seriously trying even if we're not married i'm like totally i've always been totally okay recently i've been totally okay with not even being fully married before having babies Mm -hmm. i have no thoughts or reservations about that so if i was pregnant right now you'd be okay I wouldn't care. Really? I mean, I would care. I would be like stoked, of course. It's definitely my goal to have babies babies, and have a family. And I think as I'm getting older and older, I'm having this natural like urge to have a baby. To procreate. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a crazy feeling. And I realize like even getting Theo, I think that I enjoy having responsibility. And I think that the thing that excites me most about having a baby is continuing to increase the things that are like most important to me being single and sitting around just doing my own thing i love it but it seems like it's kind of like there's a bigger purpose here also this is another reason not to bring it back to why if we fought i look at people who are dating and i I get tired for them i'm just like i can't imagine being in the dating scene anymore all right next assumption is about matthew I assume that Matt is a fuckboy, and I wish we saw his softer side. People only knew. <laughs> that's crazy. You just look like a fuckboy, apparently. That's is that that's terrible. Actually, you actually hate looking like a fuckboy because I remember I was on. Um, I feel like TikTok. a fuckboy looks like a frat boy. Okay, so I was on TikTok when I was showing you this guy who had like a cool earring, and I was like, "Oh, you should wear these dangly earrings. They look so cool." He's like, "No, he looks like a fuckboy. I don't want to look like a fuckboy." Yeah. So it's funny because apparently people think you are a fuckboy, and that's, that's wild. all widely based on that's your crazy. looks. No, furthest thing from a fuckboy. My is mama not raised me to be. An Donna angel. raised you like a nice midwestern man. Just like lightly, I actually take pride in How my nice kindness and my loyalty and my like honesty as a person. Yeah. I really pride myself on that. You don't let people walk all over you. So you're not in any means like a doormat or anything, but mm-hmm. you are so nice. Like mm-hmm. you're very nice. And yeah. it's probably one of the biggest things I love about you. You can be mean when people push your buttons. And I've seen that side of you yeah. where you will stand up for yourself. Whenever you meet my friends, whenever you're meeting anyone, you want to have like a real genuine conversation with them. And you actually- yeah, I try to treat, like I've always really firmly believed that you should treat everybody equal. And it really bothers me when I see people that don't treat people equal yeah like even if it's Cloud just chasers. people yeah and that's like one of the things that i hate the most about la mm-hmm. and why it's like hard to navigate parties and friendships and stuff like that i would say you're just not a fuck boy and you do have a very soft gentle yeah. and i think too people side. like they don't see probably my full personality and stuff because filming and being on camera and stuff like i'm new to this as well you know, and I only put so much out. Also, so, you you had an older sister. I swear to Jesus Christ that any guy that has an older sister is just a lot more kind and patient. I would say a guy that has a younger nice. sister. And I do have a younger sister. No, I think it's the fact that you have an older sister. Really? Because I've dated guys without older sisters. The thing, like the, the thing, no, the saying is if you have an older, if you have a guy that has an older sister, no one says this about a guy that has a younger sister. You're just overprotective and controlling when it comes to your younger sister. But when you have an older sister, she teaches you like, play with my Barbies with me. Let's play family. Yeah. Let's do this. I guess that's this. true because like growing up, I did 
do a lot of things with my older sister, whether it be like watching a certain movie. She bosses you around. She wasn't really like like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I get where you're going. And you're 100% accurate. Like growing up with women in general, which I have two sisters and a mom. Yeah. But I also have a brother and a dad. So there was a good balance. But mm-hmm. since I always like was like wanting to be like best friends with my older sister, of <laughs> course, I'd be watching like Seventh Heaven and like all these like maybe more... <laughs> Like girly gir- things. Girly things. <laughs> I feel like I learned a lot from Seventh Heaven. I don't know why specifically that, but that was such like a time in my life where I learned about like what alcoholism was, smoking weed. Didn't and you say that's what led to you questioning if alcoholism was in your fam? They had one episode where one of the family members ha- is an alcoholic. And then the episode kind of ends with one of those things where it's like, if you know an alcoholic that needs help, dial this <laughs> number. And I remember asking my mom after me, like, is dad an alcoholic? Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you think? <laughs> and that's always what she would say to me. It was like, what do you think? And I'm like, I'm asking you. <laughs> you you probably just thought anyone that was drinking alcohol <laughs> was an alcoholic. No, I think you pick up on mm. things. And my dad is, he's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. He's been sober for, I don't even know how long it's been like over 10 Decades. years yeah yeah and uh, i think you know as a kid you're smarter than you probably remember and you just pick up on things mm-hmm. <laughs> the next assumption is you have cheated on me and i have forgiven you that's crazy that's the furthest from the truth i would hope you know that is not- there something i'm missing is there something, is there something, something know? i'm missing no. is it the opposite sure yeah i've cheated on you with Every grocery bagger I've ever met. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> what? This is bullshit I because assume... you're just getting to weed out all the ones that you don't want that no, are about yourself. They're actually fine. You want me to read the mean ones about you no, as no, well? I, no, no. I want you to go with what you're okay. actually going to pick. You sit next to each other at restaurants instead of across. Yes. Okay. Recently, we've been sitting next to each other at restaurants, and I'm like, I low key kind of judge us, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I love we sitting next to you. We always used to do it when we first started yeah. dating. That was a thing that you, I never knew like about was that. A thing. I was like, I'd rather sit across from you to stare at you. The thrill. I get the hype. We like to like have, okay, we're so annoying, but recently we've been like loving, I love putting my leg, like one leg on top of yours when we're sitting next to each other at a mm-hmm. restaurant. But I will say because we've entered, re-entered our honeymoon phase, which I ha- I heard happens every five years, the last like two, three years of our relationship, we would just sit across and Matt would always be the one that instigated it being like, no, I just want to see your face and yeah. I want space to like eat. Well, yeah, that was a big thing was really the space because like my elbows, you know? Yeah, so but close, we but were squished at Tatsunoya Ramen the other night. No, they like flipped the table around for us. But they still. actually came out and flipped the table for us. That was very nice of them. Yeah, yeah. that was cute. Okay. Um, but I, I'm I'm hurt because I know what they mean like by couples that do this. Like those couples are always looked down upon. Really? Yeah. It's like, ugh, you guys can't like not sit next to each other for an hour. It sounds like someone jealous who doesn't want to be <laughs> It sounds like someone, someone who doesn't want to, doesn't have someone they love being next to. Because why else would you think that? Okay. I assume your friends didn't like Matt in the beginning and his friends didn't like you. No, my friends loved you. Yeah. That's pretty like very inaccurate. Yeah. Did your friends love me? Yeah. hundred percent. Do they still love me? Yes. Okay. Good. I feel like one of the reasons also that you started like loving me even more was because of how good of friends I was with your friends. Yeah. You, you know, like early on, you saw like, whoa, he's like 
becoming their friend. And that wasn't something like in the past you had told me, like with your relationships, your ex wasn't as much friends with your friends or maybe didn't fit in as much where I feel like I've built good, strong relationships with your friends like pretty early on. Mm -hmm. And that was like something that I know you valued. Yeah, I feel like you can just talk to them and get along with them and have a normal conversation Mm -hmm. and not feel awkward or any sort of way about it. So I really like that. I love the fact that I can bring you along and not be embarrassed about you because I've had situations where I bring a boyfriend along and he embarrasses me he has bad manners or can't hold the conversation or is really shy or i'm having to take care of him all night because i can't imagine that like you so doing much that yeah i used to have to just talk to my exes in the corner because they didn't want to mingle with anyone mm. which i get that because sometimes that, i'm yeah. like that sometimes, as well yeah either of us are like that but, but when it like comes to like showing mm. up being like, no, I need you to show yeah, up. Like an event, a dinner. Yeah. Da, da, da. You can you can show up. Likewise. You have sex every night. <laughs> no. No. I feel like when we first started dating, yes. Yes. We were definitely. Yeah. But again, I think things go through different phases and I mean, there was a point I would say in our relationship when we were so busy last year that was maybe like once every three weeks. It was very yeah. f- sporadic. Very mm-hmm. far and few between. I would say now, not that anyone needs to know our sex life now, I would say it's like three or four times a week now. Yeah. My body's hating you for it. I don't know why. Or loving me. No, like, TMI, guys. But, you know, girls, we all go through this. I have been getting UTIs and it sucks. And so Matt and I are just taking a nice needed break for my body. <laughs> TMI. So TMI. Matt is the bossy one. No. Also, I've never seen a girl call a guy bossy. You got so mad at me one time for saying that. I had no idea there was like a whole conversation. Yeah, because you don't ever bossy. call guys bo- bossy. Have huh? you ever called? I mean, this is very rare. That's why I had to point it out. It's like people don't call guys bossy. They call girls bossy. That Matt can be manipulative, controlling, and overprotective. A lot of them are about you. <laughs> Jesus. People really got it out for me. I guess they don't know the type they of person don't, don't, They don't know you that well. Oh, oh I should probably answer this. Yeah. Matt is not manipulative. <laughs> far from it controlling i wouldn't say you're controlling about like what i wear or anything but you get overprotective for sure when guys come around me absolutely yeah i'm very gullible i'm very gullible so when the guy comes up to me i just think he's being nice and just wants to be friends and i don't i don't notice social cues when people are trying to hit on me because i genuinely just like don't believe i'm like the prettiest girl in the room or that i'm deserving of being you're crazy and i'm not i'm very confident but i'm just like i don't think guys are thinking of me that way just because i don't think of guys that way when i'm hanging out with guys right i'm like oh friends new friends new people oh i want to know about your life Mm -hmm. i would say it's a it's a very tricky area for everyone to navigate that Mm -hmm. kind of dynamic okay this one's about me i assume you're insecure about your income compared to your friends um not sure which friends you're relating to but i feel like i'm probably your youtube friends yeah I mean, I wouldn't say it's because I'm comparing them to, them to me. I think it's almost an insecurity in my own self because mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to myself. I feel like we all have that sort of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I would say one of the things actually that surprises me and surprised me most when we started dating was the, how not insecure you are, like how secure you are with your own thing. Because mm. I'm like, damn, you're, some of your friends are doing huge things and maybe you're not doing things at that level yet. Me? <clears throat> no, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. And I was always really impressed with how you little you ever felt 
insecure by that kind of stuff. Like you've always been so supportive mm-hmm. of your friends and it's never been at the expense of your own success or finance. And I don't think you compare yourself that much. I think it's a very natural tendency. Uh, hold on. Yeah. And I will say in comparison to most people, most people are very insecure. Most people really compare. Most people have a hard time giving people flowers and clapping for them when they do stuff good because it's like an expense for them and they want to get even and level up. Yeah. But I would say you are so far from that type of person. Yeah. I I just, I don't know. I feel like comparing is like the death to, of people. Like you mm-hmm. can't compare yourself to other people. I just compare myself to my own self, which is very detrimental in its own way. But yeah. what, when you think about it, it's so subjective because maybe to my YouTube friends, I don't make that much, but compared to my family, my friends outside of YouTube, yeah. I make incredible money and I'm so happy with it. Yeah. And also financially, I've made amazing decisions where I'm, I don't feel insecure. I, mm-hmm. I know that if I literally got canceled tomorrow, I don't know why I would ever get canceled, but if I got canceled tomorrow, I have like five, 10 years of finances that can That's carry insane. me through. So That's I'm nuts. like, and I know in the next five, 10 years, I can do something else and make money. Yeah. Like I'm not financially insecure in any way. Um, but of course I would love to know, you know, like, well, there's been so many money, times where I'm but, like, does that like make you feel a type of way? And you're always like, no, what do you mean? Like, I'm happy for her. And I'm like, oh, I would maybe be a little like insecure, compare a little bit about certain things. I, don't I know. just feel like if you're not completely happy with yourself and who you are, maybe you do compare yourself to other people. But for yeah. me, like I can see girls are prettier than me, more successful than me, you're richer crazy. than me, whatever it may be, smarter than me. But I don't think of it anything less than me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like that just means there's two pretty people in the room. There's two rich girls in the right. room. There's two smart girls in the room. I would say for me, that's been something that I've had to work on because I've always like compared myself and especially with music it's so hard not to compare yeah we're constantly like i had to take like take so much time off of tiktok well pretty much for a year because i would see people like having success and being able to focus on music when i couldn't maybe at the time as much it would make me feel like absolute ass i guess yeah maybe you take that and you feel like down about yourself but i look at people who are doing better than me and i'm like ah aspirational inspiration wow i can't wait to be doing those things as well but that's just because i believe that i'll always get there no no and i do too like a lot of times i'll be like oh my god this motivates the shit out of me like seeing what russ is doing or seeing what other people are doing it's like it inspires me because i know that i'll be there but there Mm -hmm. are times where for sure i'll compare and feel less than all right um next question slash (laughs) assumptions matt is only with you and wants to marry you because of your money no it's my face (laughs) Definitely your face. Absolutely not. That is the least. Would like, you still I feel marry like me if pretty, I went broke? Yeah. As long as it didn't affect like how you saw yourself. You if you went broke. I'm not like expecting or relying on your finances. So if you like went broke, I would be like, perfect. But then we have home. to move out of the house and couldn't. No, because I'm going to step up. I assume that you like Matt more than he likes you and you are barely holding on to it. I mean, I just, I don't mean to laugh. I just think it's crazy how like people, like we share in the podcast and people just still don't know us or a relationship. Mm -hmm. Am I barely holding on to you? Should I hold on harder? Well, clearly you think it's laughable. (laughs) Should I not laugh? Maybe I do need to put a little, you know, pressure on you. You seem a little too comfortable. I'm very comfortable and happy in a relationship. I got to keep you on your toes a little bit, Missy. You're definitely not holding on by a thread by any means. 
I assume you guys are the couple that looks through each other's phones. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? I have a really funny story and I want to end it on this. Yes, Matt and I have looked through each other's phones before. Let's just start there. Yes. Um, both times without the other person knowing, which is very embarrassing. And for me, it was a one and done deal. And I literally looked at it. I, I got to set the scene and then I got to go. But this is hilarious. And I've, I've been, been waiting wanting, to hear this story. Know, You've been telling I, me you have a story about this. And, and I've I'm been finally, waiting. I'm finally telling you. Okay. So Matt went to Vegas with his brother, his sister, and some of their friends. And I wasn't going because my sister was in town and we were going to go to Vegas on our own trip like a day or two after him. Right. We literally passed on the highway. Literally passed on the highway. It's hilarious. And one of these nights, Matt is, of course, drunk out with his friends, doesn't text me, doesn't FaceTime me, texts me at like 4 a.m. being like, just fell asleep, sorry, whatever. And I'm like, mm, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. I don't know what he was up to. But of course, I also trust him. And Not enough, apparently. Okay, so three weeks later, I have this dream. And I wake up from this dream. And of course, it's a fucking dream where Matt is cheating on me. And I'm like, why am I feeling this way? I wake up from this dream feeling really insecure. And Matt was dead freaking asleep. And it was like maybe 6 a.m. So like early mornings of summer because it was in May or June. Mm -hmm. And I see your phone and it happened to be between us. You normally have your phone on the nightstand, but this day... So you didn't crawl over me? I did not crawl over you. No, 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 no. I have your phone, and I'm like, do I do it? <laughs> do I not do it? Do I do it or do I not do this? And mind you, Matt writes this in his journal every single day. You're very in tune with your emotions, oh, which I love. Oh, you my journal. Okay. No, 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 no. Stop right Whoa. there. I unlock your phone. I open up Evernote. And I try to scroll to that specific day. And before I fucking can do it, I have these like, like these, like I'm like going in slow motion. I'm like, am I going to do it? Am I not? Am I going to do it? Or am I not? And I literally open the day that I wanted to see. Right. And it was like the longest fucking like page ever. And I'm looking at it and I start reading literally the first paragraph and you motherfucker start tossing and turning in bed. Uh huh. And you literally wake up and you go, Where's my phone? Do you have my phone? And I'm like, oh, your your phone is right here. So you're the one that stopped me. But the thing is, the fucking phone was opened up to Evernote. So if you unlocked your phone, you would see Evernote was on it. And I was freaking out. I was freaking out. I was like, he's going to know that I looked. He's going to know that I looked. So what I do is I go, no phones. And I kiss you. I gave you your phone. You like looked at it for two seconds maybe and I grabbed it out of your hands and I go no phone we're gonna lay in bed and I'm struggling to figure out what to do and you go you grab it out of my hand you're like no I want my phone and so I do the only thing I know how to do is I start making that with you wow. I initiate fun playtime with you wow and Ill intense. while we're initiating you, you kind of can see, sense that I'm not super into it. So then you start doing other things. You start going south. And while you're going south, I am frantically trying. I'm putting the blankets on top of you. And I am frantically opening up your phone. And I can't do it in time. So I shut your phone off. I shut your phone off thinking that would prevent Evernote from popping up on your phone. <laughs> And so all of a sudden you finished going south and you go to the bathroom. And while you're going to the bathroom, I shut my own phone off and then I turn it back on and I see that the app is still going to open up to the fucking same app that was opened previously before you shut it off. So 
it's too late now. It's too late. So you come out back from the bathroom. And when you come back, I am trying to turn your phone back on. And then for some reason, you go south again. Okay, either way, you go south again. And I say to you, I want to film some stuff only to have your phone in my hand. And when your phone is in my hand, I, sh I turn it back on, use your password, exit off Evernote, and literally we just do it afterwards. And that was wow. the one and only time I've ever looked through your phone. So sneaky. Sneaky. That and is I've the sneakiest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. I know. And I love you very much. And that was the one and only time it lasted for 10 seconds. I'm very sad. I never got to see what was on that date. I could pull up that date. I know. And, and I know nothing now. happened. I know nothing happened. <laughs> that is hilarious. But um, that was like the one time I had insecurity. And I think we should just end the assumptions on that. Let's end it on that. Jesus. All right. That I have to go to me. horseback riding. But <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this special episode. This was so fun for me to film. Maybe we should do a part two because there's a lot more yeah, that we I should. didn't get to. We can save it for sure. Maybe when I'm in Europe or something. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Well, if you guys haven't already, give us those five stars, baby. Yes. And we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>